Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll be discussing how you can move from trying to find a passion into walking your path. When people say they don't know what they're passionate about, Most often, what they're actually saying is they don't know what they are passionate about, which could be converted into a revenue stream or generate a satisfying income, be something which would give them a bit of renown or fill them with the satisfied glow of accomplishment, which has been recognized by others purchasing their products or skills or services or even give them success by whatever metric they use for determining successfulness. I say this because if you probe less than a millimeter below the surface, you will find they have and know about passions galore. All of these passions will be labeled as just for fun or worthless, nothing to really talk about, not interesting, who would care, that's silly, and everyone does it, plus many more things besides. But this in no way makes them less of a passion than any other. The thing is, people want their passions to be grand passions. Their grand passions to be all-consuming. They're being consumed to make things which are consumable by others, and thereby to create a life they want to live. That's a lot to have riding on one little passion. It's a lot to have riding on life. Unfortunately, grand passions come few and far between, and aren't for the faint of heart. They, by definition, aren't normal, therefore don't allow one to lead a normal life, and rarely lead to happily ever after. There are plenty of biographies and autobiographies out there concerning grand passions which point this out, and yet people will still get on the horse, put on their armor, and tilt at the windmill. Does this mean living the life you desire is impossible? Far from it. However, I'm suggesting tilting at windmills might not be the best way to get there. That's why I recommend my clients and students stop trying to make their passions into grand passions. Leave the torrid passions to the movies, TV shows, and romance novels where they belong. Like chocolate and wine on a rainy evening, they're good to indulge in and make life a pleasant place to be. Meanwhile, there are ways to create the life you want without having to gear up in a knight's armor and carry a lance. In fact, I would start with unpacking rather than packing. Start with unburdening your passions. Your passions, the things you enjoy doing, participating in, collecting, and being, are like Donkey from Shrek. You can put a spell on him to make him look like the white horse from a fairy tale. But in the end, he's still donkey, and he's better for you and himself and everyone else if he's allowed to be his true self. So your passions, 
instead of being the white steed carrying a prince to save the day? Our donkey coming along with you to support you on your mission to have the life you want. Great! So then what happens is my clients come to me with the now what question. They have come to the point where life seems like the underpants gnome equation from South Park. Underpants plus huge unknown full of question marks equals profit. The same problem which stumps the gnomes stumps us all. What is the part in the middle which gets us from here to there? I've found that for most people, the issues aren't logistics. It isn't a lack of business acumen, confusion on how to build a website, or whether to rent office space or build an office at home. It isn't about how to advertise or how to brand or what type of products to offer. All of those things can be figured out. They are business, which is where math and humans intersect. In this information age, the amount of information, support, books, blogs, and services out there to help you with these logistics is staggering. It's like ice cream. You don't have one choice. You have millions. Which flavor would you like? In the end, whatever one you like is the right one for you and your situation. It's all ice cream. The real issue for people is that to have the life you desire, you have to become the person you want to be. At one time or another, all of us have gone through this moment when we think the answer is something outside. If I could just marry her, if I could just get this job, if I could just get my foot in the door, if I could just get this to stop, if I could just get beyond this one hurdle, then everything will be perfect. Of course, even when we get the thing, nothing is resolved, because that one thing isn't the key to the problem, only the solution to a symptom. The issues continue and create new problems for us to resolve over and over and over again. One of the clearest examples of this is in lottery winners. Pretty much everyone thinks they would love to win the lottery. Not the real lottery, but the mythical one, which is pure money poured onto us from heaven with no consequences, giving us the ability to do whatever we want and never worry again. Of course, that lottery doesn't exist, and the real one is quite a bit less fun. Yes, tons of money, but tons of taxes, entire new tax brackets, the realization the money will go away if we don't invest or use it, that we can no longer trust what anyone says or does, because motivations are now suspect. Our entire life as we knew it is no longer ours, and no longer exists. And we have relatives sprouting like mushrooms everywhere we look, wanting a little piece of what we've got. No one actually wants this lottery, although some are fated to receive it. Which leaves the question of what's to be done if the answer isn't in things outside us. Well, the answer is what's inside us. In this interconnected world of being, full of magic and becoming, 
We are meant to contribute our uniqueness, our suchness, our soul's expression into the web of life. This doesn't happen through one thing, one skill, one act, one career, but through all of them, and much more. As Walt Whitman has written, O oh me, O oh life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, of myself forever reproaching myself, for who more foolish than I, and who more faithless, of eyes that vainly crave the light, of the objects mean, of the struggle ever renewed, of the poor result of all, of the plodding and sordid crowds I see around me, of the empty and useless years of the rest with the rest me intertwined. The question, oh me, so sad recurring, what good amid these, oh me, oh life? Answer, that you are here, that life exists and identity, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. For you, what verse you write isn't preordained. It is a beautiful piece of art containing all of the wisdom of your soul mixed with all of your choices and experiences here, along with all of your learning and becoming, your mistakes and acquired wisdom, your passions and your inspiration, all fired in the reality of the moment to create each successive now. Creating your verse isn't the hard part. You're doing it while reading this email. Consciously creating your verse in a way which makes your soul sing and allows you to live your best life, that takes a bit more effort. There are many, many, many ways to get there, and no method is one-size-fits-all. One of the greatest tools I've found for discerning and walking the path is working in the Akashics with Akashic beings. The class I've developed... Find Your Calling in the Akashics, is based on my studies with the elders of my people and with other tribes, as well as my own explorations in the Akashics. There, you are provided with direct access to Akashic mentors, beings who are willing and able to see where you're stuck, what you're doing or not doing, which is tripping you up, and provide you with a means for working through the issues. Where working with your soul book can be frustrating, because it provides you answers to your questions, but not answers to the question, why, or what does this mean, or what should I do now? Working with Akashic mentors allows you to receive those answers directly from someone who understands all of the underlying questions within the questions, and work with them in real time. Like medicine people for millennia, you can enter into the Akashics and ask the hard questions and receive complete and detailed answers. You can create relationships with specific mentors, and they will support you in creating the person you want to be, finding the path you are meant to walk, 
and walking that path into the life you want to live. Having support and help from beings who are wise, knowledgeable, and skilled at working with you can be key in any endeavor. How much more so in creating the life your soul came here to experience? Some people resound with the depths which Celine can allow them to explore, the freedom to release all expectations and simply be. Others relish the support of Mama Cass and her healing cauldron, which allows us to purge what is no longer necessary. Students laugh at the symbol puzzles which Grandma presents them with after they've figured out the answers. Discovering the path mentor in the garden is an intellectual delight which helps people uncover new ways of thinking, of employing the problem-solving aspects of themselves by recognizing they themselves are not the problem, and not all things or situations are problems to be solved. Time spent in the garden can often be the most fruitful, because this is where each person begins to see who they truly are, and what choices they have for moving ahead. It's where things begin to magically transmute from passion to path. From there, new aspects of the soul unfold and new mentors await, until in the end, there is just you and your medicine elder. We all need help and support in life. No one sees the path ahead clearly. We aren't meant to. This kind of distance would keep us from actually living, and living, in the end, is what we came here to do. Connecting with those who are able to see, or better yet, see us, can be the next best thing. Are you ready to see what lies ahead? And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be looking into how to manifest using the Tree of Life. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to rate it five stars on iTunes. Your comments are also appreciated. Thanks. Bye.